This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 270, and you are with your high priests of Conchu, Rebecca and Ray, and there, there it is. Hey, how are you going, Rebecca? Doing all right. Doing, doing all right, yeah. Doing all right, good. I thought, again, I'd play with the bells and whistles, and there we yep. go. Yeah, that uh, looks good. <laughs> <laughs> now we can take our names off. Yeah, so yeah, it's perfect. People should know them by now. Ex- exactly. Anyway, welcome, welcome, listeners. Uh, it's another fun-filled adventure. It is a moonshine again. Now we've been blessed with a new comic again uh, in the space within a month of um, of our Moon Knight comics. So we'll be looking at Devil's Reign Moon Knight. It's a one-shot, and it's by Jed McKay, Federico Sabatini, and Lee Luffridge. Uh, so yeah, Rebecca. I, I mean, this was exciting. Were you were you excited about this um, so shortly after Moon Knight Nine? It's always exciting. I mean, it's getting us in the in the vibe for when we've got like uh, Black, White, and Blood as well. So you know, um, it, it's just cool to have it. And also, I think we've been waiting to see what happened in the Devil's Reign tie-in. Um, you know, for a couple of because because we weren't sure how it fit in with the last two issues so it kind of feels like we're coming to this a bit late but it was was nice to finally have it yeah it was a little bit of a shame i guess it's not too bad um but just with the references in moon knight nine that did reference this issue which which came out a week later you know just you know for for, for purists or whatever you call them it's just a little bit annoying but it's fine it's still a great story it's a good one shot uh before we dive straight into it loonies a big shout out of course to our patronies all of the patroni members thank you so much for all your ongoing support uh, as well as top tier patronies drew tombs of tombs and lurk music daniel doing of fringe night uh, collectors comics by collectors and dreamland comics from schoenberg illinois illinois and uh, rebecca as well uh, there are a couple of other shout outs that we must mention first off being uh, a couple of Birthdays on the 9th of March. Yeah, just small little birthdays. Our Moon Knight himself, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, a big happy birthday to Oscar on the 9th of March. And someone shares the same birthday. me too, yeah. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rebecca. I mean, it's uh, it's always fun to yeah to share these things, um, and we can share it to a greater, <laughs> greater audience. Yeah, I mean, it was very surprising finding that Oscar Isaac was uh, the person who shared my birthday, but I, you know, wasn't upset about that. Yeah, no, that's it's pretty cool. Um, and you, and, you know, ma- not bad to have a Moon Knight issue coming out on my birthday either. So no, yeah, not at all. Uh, and uh, self-contained, and you know, uh, we'll get into our thoughts about it very very shortly indeed um any other i'm just trying to think of any other um news on moon knight uh, there was uh, a release you posted the thing about the music for the yes um show yeah um, so uh, i don't remember the name but he's the egyptian composer yes that's right, right. so there's um yes the the, the 
the composer for the Moon Knight TV show has been released, uh, which is very exciting indeed. I know Drew over on Discord was saying, um, you know, he's he's given it a thumbs up. So if Drew Drew has, cool. well, I mean, uh, like, it gets thumbs up from me in advance. So. <laughs> exactly. We're uh, almost at proper countdown levels, aren't we? Like, oh, you know, I have the yeah, countdown. Yeah, I mean, it's like literally like uh, three 20... weeks now. Yeah, yeah, I have on my phone a, a countdown timer, and it's. 20 days over here. Do. Yeah. It's yeah. So 20 days, well, Rebecca. I mean, 20 days over here as well, but like I'm rounding up to three weeks. You know, exactly. So. Well, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very, I can't believe how quick. I mean, it's, well, I say quick. It feels quick. like it went really slow and now it's all of a sudden quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have been waiting for it for a long time. I mean, there has been talk about And there's about a it. Disney investor day today, so we might get some more news. Oh, of course. That's right. You posted it yeah. up uh, not that long yeah. ago as well. So uh, when is yeah, that so out? Like uh, time of recording? Be ten- it'll be pretty early tomorrow morning. Okay. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and for you, and yeah. late at night for me, and sometime right. in the evening for Americans. Something, yeah. So keep keep your eyes out. I'm sure there are some vigilant uh, loonies there that will will keep us all abreast of. Of the yeah. happenings there, and uh, I'll, as always, I'll wake up to the news. Yeah, probably from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I always yeah. try to, you know, it's try so to, hard. It's you know, so hard. Australia, we're meant to be in the future. I'm trying to make good of this. But deal. on the flip side, mm. when uh, when Moonlight the TV show drops, it's good timing for us and like midnight for Americans. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not complaining. So about like we that. benefit when it, when it actually matters. You know? Yeah, like, when not, actually, you know. not complaining about that at all. Uh, a little bit of other idle chat. We've got something here from Times of Evil, Rebecca. There's a question aimed towards you. I know that you did go see it, right? So I did go see it. Yeah, see um, it. <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, what did, what did it was you? Good. <laughs> I thought it was good. I don't know what was else it? to say. I mean, it was good. It was. Uh, um, I thought the cast was spectacular. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. the music was fantastic, and I thought it was too long. It could have lost <laughs> at least twenty minutes of okay. atmospheric beauty. There was yep. a lot of. Um, I noticed there was a lot of orphans and no robins. So oh, okay. I, I feel they could correct that. Um, I thought it was very good. I think it's still sort of sitting with me a bit, and uh, no silly English accents. So, <laughs> well, in fact, all the English people were covering up with pretty good American ones. I'd have said yeah. so. Well, I mean, of course, and and I know you don't mean it in any disparaging way, Rebecca. But yeah, I mean, of course, we know Oscar Isaac's accent is intentional. It's um, meant so, to be stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I have not. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I'm totally like every, every time I watch the trailer now, I I'm less upset about it. Yeah. Like I'm just kind of, I think just that first time when we weren't expecting it, it was like, what is going on? Yeah. Now when I turn it on, I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. I I always feel <laughs> kind of bad. Yeah, I always feel kind of bad for you. I mean, it's not it is a bad accent, but it doesn't grate on me as much as as you. So whenever I do hear it or see it in the trailers, I'm thinking, oh gosh, Rebecca's probably shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, look, no. I thought the film was great, but obviously, I'm much more excited for Moonlight. Yay! That is a perfect. That's a bullseye. Perfect answer there, Rebecca, and uh, and Russell. The real, yeah. the real Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Russell, you want? Of course, I. 
I have seen I have seen it less than less than a hundred times. <laughs> I know you said no less, but I've seen it no less than a hundred. No one has the time to watch it a hundred times. It's been so long. Yeah, well, I've heard as you mentioned already. Um, second off the rank, I heard the music's phenomenal. So actually, I want to I want to maybe see it or, or sample the music. I've heard it's really good. So I I actually. Yeah. I heard somebody said they'd been working to it, and I was like, oh, why would you work to it? And then when I watched the film, I was like, you know what? I actually might get the soundtrack and just listen awesome. to it because it's beautiful. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, listen to it as well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, Rebecca, shall we, um, shall we get on to this very special issue? Um, now, before I, and again, for the live streamers and the video watchers out there, before I do a magical transition, again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to CMK7, people, people, boop, Chris Kelly. Um, I just wanted to say again, Russell has, has uh, added in, it is very much indeed a very special issue for Times of Evil. Like a um, gift, really. It is a gift, isn't it? And and Jed yeah. had no qualms with with revealing it to them, uh, especially when he came onto their show, which everyone should listen to. Go check out Times of Evil uh, and especially the interview with Jed McKay. He's, a, yeah, he's, a, he's an awesome guy, so uh, it was really great to, yeah. to see there. All right, listeners, uh, we might head on to our Minshine. I'm so literally cool. blown away by That's that so graphic. That's so cool, it's isn't it? So cool. <laughs> Big shout out to Chris there. You have done exceptionally oh my well. God, Chris. You've actually outdone yourself. <laughs> One of the best things I think you've broken Rebecca. I don't even know why I'm laughing. I'm so I wasn't expecting it to be quite that. How cool is that? I know, it's awesome. So um, I now feel stalked by Moon Knight in all the best ways. <laughs> and I love, uh, thank you, Chris. I can't remember if we discussed it, but he's used the OG, uh, OG music for that. So fantastic. Uh, so anyway, yes, Rebecca and I are here for Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, number one. It's a one shot. Uh, it, as mentioned earlier on, released March 9th, uh, or actually, as I call it, Rebecca Day. 2022 uh, with writer Jed McKay, penciler Inca. We have seen him before. Federico Sabatini, uh, colorist Lee Luffridge, letterer VCs Corey Petit, and editor Tom Bravort with a cover by Rod Reyes. Um, fantastic cover there. Rebecca got all the tongue, all the tongues wagging um, when that came I out. Art, yeah. Uh, it's available on floppy and digital, of course. And um, what we're going to do again, listeners, uh, we're going to go through a bare bones, a synopsis, hastily written this time, uh, like every time uh, by me. Uh, Rebecca and I will go through aspects. <laughs> uh, this was really late. Rebecca, you and I were talking about it. We read this really, really late. <laughs> we both read it about an hour, an hour and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it means it should be fresh in our minds, right? Uh, yeah. He's, uh, well, yeah. He's, true. Yeah. True. And and truth be told, as well, you know, have it. It's in my pile. It's just I haven't had a chance to go to my LCS, and, and I'm sure similar with yeah. with the Rebecca uh, it coming in the mail. Uh, so we'll go through some aspects and then some uh, some comments on writing and art themes. Uh, there were a fair few references. I did not get time to do the homework with them, but we'll we'll go through them anyway. Yeah. Mm. People can correct us on that. Like we, there's, there's, we, we might be a bit flimsy on the references. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, 
and we'll cap that off with a a moon rating system again the connor shoes rating system fantastic from connor and i see your your score rebecca and i see mine so that's good yeah I see, uh, yeah we we actually did them in advance <laughs> <laughs> uh rebecca would you be so kind as to go through yes thank you very much once again any any mistakes are raised <laughs> And I will try and read this uh, sight unseen. Okay, the uh, plot. <laughs> Street Crim 8-Ball discovers his cellmate is none other than Moon Knight, and it immediately sends chills not only through the criminal's mind, but to many of those incarcerated within the Myrmidon. 8-Ball tries to ingratiate himself to some of the local gangs, such as the Wrecking Crew and the Enforcers, but to no avail. Upon being confronted by Captain Confusion, 8-Ball is saved by his cellmate, who reminds the notorious captain where he got his scarf from. Much to 8-Ball's relief, he's saved, but it's not long before Moon Knight is stopped by a guard and taken to the showers to get clean. Not quite as dodgy as it sounds, but almost. Um, there, (laughs) There, Moon Knight is met by Captain Confusion and his gang. But Moon Knight makes short work of the bloodthirsty crew and he walks out the shower block. Oh, as he walks out the shower block, he asks the guard if he can take part in the underground fight scene. Man Martin Marco is the reigning champ and is after a slew of fights with other contestants that Moon Knight is able to set up a match against the man they call a mountain. The event arrives and Moon Knight and Man Mountain Marco engage in a brutal battle sure you did this on purpose both landing blows and both drawing blood as moon knight is struck down he reminisces about a recent chat he had at the midnight mission before the event of devil's reign it's marco's wife and she sought help from mr knight as she's afraid for her daughter's safety mr knight reassures her that he'll protect her and her daughter and cutting back to the present day moon knight rises from the floor and viciously attacks man mountain marco letting him know that his intention of getting caught by Fisk and getting thrown into prison was all a plan to get at Man- Mountain Marco. Mountain <laughs> Marco is beaten, but not before he threatens to still go after his family once he's freed from prison. I said I'd never let you see them again. And with that, Moon Knight gouges the eyes of Mar- Marco, rendering him blind. Prisoners and wardens alike are horrified, and after a brief battle, the guards take Moon Knight to solitary confinement. Locked up, Moon Knight chats with 8-Ball, who's on cleaning detail just outside the cell. Moon Knight vows that although the Avengers and the likes of the Fantastic Four do not like him, they essentially need him, a wild dog, if they plan to take the fight to Fisk to reclaim the city. Yes, so that is this very self-contained uh, one. I thought it was pretty, um, pretty well written, Rebecca. But overall, uh, what, I mean, we'll get into the de- details of the art and the writing and how they all kind of mesh. But what what did you make of this? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it had some interesting bits. Uh, I thought it was a little bit generic prison story. Mm-hmm. Um. But there was some nuance there. Like, um, I liked Mark standing up for Eight Ball uh, when he was, you know, like as his cellmate. He very quickly kind of almost adopts again someone to look after. I like the fact he went in obviously to protect this wife and kid, who's obviously not far off Beatrice's age. Um, so that would have hit hard. 
to mark i guess look i i know the thing we're not talking about yet is the ramping up of the violence it's good Mm -hmm. you know it's fine it's not something i've been desperate for in the same way as other people but it is good to see um what happens when he does kind of break bad and uh and and just go for it and the fact that that's always within him even where we're seeing him I think like the last issue we were talking about him solving the problem without violence. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's why it kind of would have been nice to get this one first. To see him yeah, go you're right. True. Like Bushman, almost Bushman violent level and then come back to this. Oh, no. But when I'm back, yeah, I like the fact he got captured because I think we were like, oh, you know, would he have got captured when he's quite good at hiding out? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the fact he got captured on purpose. I think that's nice. I think that's definitely a writer protecting their character. Yeah. Like going, but I thought, I thought it was a little bit mean on um, the Avengers and the Fantastic Four, like hating him because it didn't seem that way in the last issue of Devil's Reign we saw him in, mm. where they were just sort of, where they were like, they were talking to him. They weren't sort of treating him particularly bad but then again you know we have just had age of conscious so like why would they treat him well as well yeah right now there was a little that was the bit that was the bit the only bit i really had quibbles with and some of the art but um okay yeah i mean it it may have uh may have been like a complex that mark has again you know that may not be the truth it might, might be in his head that they don't really like him um you know so that's true that's very true yeah uh it, it did set up i especially did especially think... coming out of age of conchu oh yeah and and you oh, know yeah. maybe he, you know maybe they didn't invite him to eat at their table but mm-hmm. maybe he didn't ask so <laughs> yeah true uh but yeah i mean it did set up a great i mean art wise i thought that last page um, Sabatini did a good job just to show, I guess, the wild dog nature of of Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time we've kind of really. It's it's a real strange description. I think uh, interesting that Jed had Moon Knight describe himself as a wild dog, um, maybe hearkening to Werewolf by Night, something like, I don't know. Maybe that kind of yeah. thing. But um, but yeah, he he certainly was a lot more brutal here. I like your your um your point, Rebecca, about. How if this did come before, I reckon it would have reinforced even more the fact that Moon Knight didn't have uh, didn't use violence in issue nine, and that would have been like so cool, you know, such a different tact because yeah, yeah. this is really chalk and cheese. Um, but yeah, it, but then uh, he's definitely on a mission here, like you know, like yeah, he's on a mission yeah. that's very separate from the other missions. Like he has to do those fights to get to Man Marco Man Man Man. I can't <laughs> Man Marco Man. Marco Mountain Man, um, yeah, um, Mountain Dew. You know, if he knows that there's this underground fight and he has to get to yeah. the to do this tournament, he has to step up his violence because these are, yeah. you know, he these are prisoners and villains and who are all out going all on for it. So he's got to. So it's, yeah. I don't think he has an option here. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just Chad just said a mission from God, and it's it's kind of oh, yeah. is like that. Like he knows where he has to be at the end. Um, and he has to have a level of violence. I guess the snap is the gouging the eyes out. Like, yes. you know, we know he's capable of that. Everyone, mm-hmm. that's his, that's his famous thing is like how, what violence he's capable of. Um, mm-hmm. but we've seen him hold back a lot lately, but this is kind of him like knowing what he has to do. And, and finally he needs to protect this woman and kid. Yep. Like he's not just doing it for like 
he's not doing it for fun or no. for joy or for yeah. to just be bloody like there is a point to it and i i kind of appreciated that yes that it, we it's... weren't seeing him just go oh yeah i fancy being like super violent yeah i mean it's a far cry we do get mentions of two things one thing uh what he did to bushman he repeats that twice and he actually threatens man mountain marco with that uh also <laughs> also as well the, the the moons carved into the foreheads uh, a lot of the prisoners yeah, um, yeah. were were shit scared of him because he's moon knight and they did this to him um it also again showed his kick acidness with that shower um and it is super interesting that like after that we're seeing that there's no worry about the fact he's not wearing a mask and just going around telling people Mm. i'm moon knight yeah Um, you know um in a prison like he there's yeah until he asks for his mask it's not like uh it's not a daredevil in devil's reign where he constantly wore that mask mask yeah yeah so here moon knight just doesn't care like he'll wear it for a fight but he he's openly you know, um, you know his face is exposed uh, to to his cellmate. And I wonder if maybe even with the violence at mm-hmm. each stage, he's literally just doing what he needs to to get to where he needs to be. Yeah, and and it really is just the eye gouging where even, where Marco's not even accepting defeat and saying, "I'm still going to go and like get them." Yeah, and he's like, "No, you're not." You know, that's yeah. when it's finally no, and and I am violent enough to do that. So yeah, let me see if I can. Pull this up on. Uh, so we've got some some uh, images here. Oh, this very is, close this to is... my favourite Moon Knight outfit, isn't it? Though it is very Mask close. And... You just yeah, need it's very close. Shorter, like... shorter pants, there, Rebecca. Just need shorter prison trousers, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Look. So this is that. This is you know, as Rebecca, as we were kind of skirting around the, the big one of the big moments here, where he does just this violence. He just gouges. Uh, Man Mountain Marco's eyes. Uh, I'd like to think that, you know, he's probably just like like footy players, rugby players. He's just done a bit of an eye gouge, a bit of a poke. I'd like to think that Man Mountain Marco can no, I think still he's see. Fully gone for it. This is, oh wow! Nah, he's fully blinded him. He's, oh, okay. There's no chance. He's, <laughs> and then his little eyes are glowing at the back. At the yeah, end, is, I, I love. The, uh, I love this panel though. The one that you were mentioning, this whole thing. Look how maniacal he is, and when he reveals that this was his plan, I mean, this was a big thing as well because, for all instances, it, it seemed that that he was caught, you know, by by Fisk's guards. He was brought to you know yeah, to prison. Yeah. Uh, he was just taken out of the way. And you're right, there was a, a hole that a lot of the fans, in particular Moon Knight, were thinking, how come he was you know, taken so easily. But I, I just love how Jed has rationalised that, but saying, um, yeah, I, I came here for you, which is such a scary thing. There's yeah. this guy with a weird mask on strangling you yeah. on your back. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so Russell yeah. says he did give him a chance. He yeah, did. He exactly. did. I mean, he did. I think there's a level of restraint still there. And then mm-hmm. when that's not enough, he... Uh, I, I was going to compare it to something, but I won't because I'll just get into trouble. Um, <laughs> not even Batman this time. Oh. <laughs> like, but um, another controversial superhero film moment. Um, but it is a moment of like, you do what you need to do to get these women, this woman and kids safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, tracking, we're going kind of backwards here though, but 
what did you make of these flashbacks and this reveal? I mean, this is essentially is the big reveal that for me it was kind of it's, like I it was like, like the really reveal cool. like why he's in prison, but it's, yeah, they, these seem, yeah. it's a little bit tropey, but it's fine. Yeah. Comment. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, it is. It's tropey, but I think it's written well. Like you know, um, it is written well. Yeah, you can yeah. you can have these tried and true ideas, but you can um, yeah put a little bit of a sp- the spin is that Moon Knight's in the situation, um, and the utilization of the Midnight Mission into it, uh, and um, yeah, and and his confrontation with Man. It Mountain does make Marker. me wonder when, given that it was a plan. Like, who did he think would be in charge of the Midnight Mission if, say, Zodiac attacked again? Like... Well, uh, what do you mean? As, see... in, as in... Well, like, we know that uh, Dr. Barda comes in to deal with uh, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. But, like, if Mark knew he was going to get taken to jail, or this was his plan, did he have an arrangement? Like, did he have anything sorted out? I just... I, I don't think I'll ever get answered, but, like... No, you know, yeah. If Mark it's... was planning ahead, would he close the mission for a few days and then <laughs> Reese, tell that... Reese to go to Bardra if there's a problem. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, you know, tell, tell Reese to go to Tigra if there's a problem. Oh, be, be, I mean, they, a... it'd be good to good to see what, you know, it Is would actually be good to... planner and he just thought they'll <laughs> be all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, it would be great to see the lead up to it, actually. I mean, I don't know if that would make yeah. um, an issue worthwhile, but it'd be good to just in, to, to plug the holes uh, in that. Uh, Russell saying, I'm assuming it was Russell or Justin, saying, I don't think Houston's Mooney would have given him a chance. Uh, yeah, I think there is a, as Rebecca said, there's a slight restraint within Jed McKay's Moon Knight um, that, that comes into full fruition by issue nine. Uh, but, Probably yeah, what therapy does for you. Yeah, 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 exactly, which which is great. I mean, and, and I'm hoping that they um, somehow link that or associate that with the Sturman sessions because uh, at, at the moment we get them side by side which is good and we're seeing the fruits of those sessions but yeah it'll be fun to just like get that acknowledgement of um of those sessions actually contributing to yeah, the change of, of behavior yeah um and of course yeah th- there are some really great one-liners here i like the uh, i came in here for you which is as Rebecca said, slightly tropey, but it was such a cool, scary moment. Oh, uh, and... it was so good. Like, I don't care by that point. Yeah. And uh, and this one, I'm scarier than anything out there. Um, such a big call. I mean, we're, we're seeing, it's so funny because when I did read that, on this page here, um, Mr. Knight says that, uh, and we're seeing Moon Knight in jail just doing absolutely... Being scarier than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But you can't associate it when you have Mr. Knight just in his suit, just at a desk. It's such a weird contrast of him being, yeah, yeah so diabolical but looking um, so dapper. Um, and, of course, yeah, Russell McC- uh, McKay's Moon Knight is an evolution of the character. Yep, that is... Yeah, ex- exactly. I think McKay's actually added added to the development of Moon Knight so much. And, and I think that's why a lot of a lot of loonies like this this run. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let me go back then, just to the beginning there, Rebecca, and I'm going to just flash on again, just for the great, um, great cover there by Rod Reyes. Um, so that got all of us excited. And, yeah, this eight ball. I mean, in hindsight now, Rebecca, when we had our chat, chats with jed mckay it's so funny because he did kind of semi-reminisce going ah eight ball you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he knew that he's actually used him 
quite a lot. Yeah, he yeah. he used and then him. He did, I mean, yeah. he did he did tease us as well, didn't mm-hmm. he? Like say, oh yeah, he's got an in, he's got an interesting cellmate that I don't think anyone would get. Yes, I thought it was going to be so, Man Mountain Marco because Jed revealed. I just, at that yeah. point, I just blank my mind for like guesses. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I probably would never guess it. <laughs> <laughs> Des- despair. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just awful killer. Like, why not? You know? Yeah, awful killer, of course. Oh, got to get that happening. Um, but yeah, eight ball. It's really fun to see him without his eight ball head. Um, yeah, and especially after you know he's, it's it's just such a great person to have as his uh, as his cellmate. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you mentioned you touched upon Rebecca about the art here. Now, there's very much a Japanese anime for me. Looks like a Japanese anime kind of inspired art. Some of it did, like especially yeah. uh, Marco's wife. I think. Um, yeah. I thought. I think, like as we said in the other issue, he did. It's got some beautiful fluidity, mm-hmm. and um, it's a very different look for for Mark's face. But my biggest issue with it, and this is so like petty and small, is that Mark's eyes change colour. So mm-hmm. if you go to the next page, oh not the next page, go to the next one. Next one. Right, now blue here, at the, top the blue, there. blue at the top, yep, and then do we get? Then blue there, and then okay. I'm just well glowy over it. there. They're definitely brown at some point. Okay. I... He doesn't have blue eyes anyway. And I'm just like, yeah. all right, well, get to the one with him looking in the mirror. In the mirror? Ah, uh, yeah. The brown. What's happening? This is Lee Luffridge, right? We we pinpointed it. Yeah. The brown, definitely brown there. And in the fight, in, in some of the fights, brown. Brown. And then one of them, they almost look grey. Which, okay. Then blue in one of the... It's just like they're just changing colour. Yeah, <laughs> the one you with can't, him in the yeah. mask... The, the yeah. title match screens, the next uh, one, I think. This one. Yeah, they look grey. That's grey. Yeah, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? And then the next page, they look brown again. There's no way that brown... <laughs> and then green on the next page if you really want to... Yeah. Because you could argue that blue and green, maybe with eyes, it, it can kind of blur between yes, the two. Yes, you're right. Blue and green, they can blur. But, I but mean, not brown and grey. And... ever had blue eyes, right? Like no. I, to, I mean... I stand, stand to be corrected, but I think he's just standard brown hair, brown eyes. Um, yeah, ah, contact contact lenses. He does lenses. have very sharp hair. He <laughs> does have sharp hair. I mean, thank you. Yeah, why would he be wearing contact lenses during <laughs> undercover, life? Rebecca? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but he's no, no. going around telling everybody's <laughs> yeah, moonlight. No, I mean, no, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a mistake that I was Mm-mm. just caught up on so i didn't notice some of the yeah, other definitely stuff. brown i do love there. i love yeah. all the i love some of the cross hatching and the i, uh, I like the movement all the dots yeah there's dots but there's a lot of like this look look at this movement that you get um yeah, and that's where it, that's where it excels i think yeah. i yeah there's some other stuff with the detail that's let's not, go back to i want to go back to yeah these mo- these ones like this was just like yeah. you could and i was trying to follow the movements of mark and i think they're pretty much done well as you know between panel and panel what he does uh so uh so we got as mentioned in the bare bones we've got a slew of these characters rebecca mr fish now are you aware of mr fish or I do know Mr. Fish. <clears throat> Where's he from? Power Man and Iron Fist. He's been I don't know, but he's oh. definitely been in Power Man and Iron Fist because um 
there's like a callback to it in one issue. I can okay. look it up at some point if you really want these references. But in one issue, he says like nobody messes with Mister Fish, and they like punch him. Oh, and okay. the next issue, they're kind of the next issue appears, and they're kind of calling back to that comment. Oh, okay. Um, so I know him from I know him from my own first reading. Okay, no, that's good. As, as long yeah. as you, between us, we know most of them. Boom slang rings have, a bell. Like, I think I actually have <clears> pictures <throat> of Mr. Fish, because so, it was oh. so funny. Oh, I wonder if there's a Mr. Fish podcast that we don't know. <laughs> we don't. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> um, boom slang. Uh, it sounds like a familiar enough name, but from the, you know, the liters of blood <laughs> and him on the ground, it's hard to get a, a make of what he actually looks like. Um, So I'm not sure there. Loonies, anyone who may be watching now, um, if you you know where Boom Slang is from, please let us know. Kind of sounds like Serpent Society, but I could be totally wrong, I don't think. Um, So Mr. Fish we get. uh, Now, we kill a Shrike, we know. And, oh, yes. Thank you, Mario. Mario, getting up early. Boom Slang is a member of the Serpent. I thought so. I, I I mentioned it. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done, Mario. Um, now we got some cool ones here. Killer Shrike, Rebecca. We know from Mark Spector, Moon Knight. He's the guy that stuffed up Frenchie. Um, yeah. is a mutant yeah. and I Cactus. Like I know Cactus. Do you know Cactus? Do you? No, I don't know Cactus. It's I like Cactus. yeah. It's from the West Coast Avengers eighties run. I think Steve Englehart, Al right. Milgram. <clears throat> when Mooney was part of the the wackos, uh, I love how Mark is picking out the the uh, yeah picking out the uh, things uh, yeah. needles uh, from his hands. That would yeah be a very that'd be very sore. Very sore. Uh, now massacre here, Rebecca. I could be wrong, but did you know massacre? I know the name. I don't know where from. Oh no, I'm totally wrong. I, I actually, th- <laughs> I thought, I thought it was from Mark Spector, Moon Knight, but no, his name is Chainsaw. It's not Massacre. I thought it was Mass. I thought it was Chainsaw. Um, maybe say. Association, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But Massacre, no, I, I don't know. Mario, oh, it's anyone? Apparently, Spider Man villain. Oh, apparently, Spider Man villain. Ah, oh, Rebecca, your fingers on the wiki. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Superior uh, Spider Man, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, First appearance, remember. Amazing Spider-Man 655. Actually, it's not Superior. I don't know why they put a picture of that. But, uh, oh, he's on the cover of Superior Spider-Man. Uh, okay. Yeah, so his first appearance, Amazing Spider-Man 655, April 2011. Oh, okay. Wow, that's quite a while ago. Far out. Over 10 years ago. Yeah. Just about yesterday. Um, <laughs> Russell again. I'll be collecting all of Cactus's appearances. Well done, Russell. Well done. Please do. I'll be do. collecting all of Mr. Fish's, but I probably have most of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, could, you could claim that you have all his appearances. Uh, and Mario, thank no, you I for... I just looked it up and he's apparently a Power Man villain. So okay, so he is a... Okay, Mr. Fish, such a yeah, weird... I was right, effectively. Yeah, like... nice one. But that's such yeah. a weird, he's such yeah. a weird villain for Power Man. Far out. Um, There's some really weird villains in the original <laughs> Power Man, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Mario, again, I recall Massacre um, was one of the fringe candidates Yes, for... he was. Ah, yeah, okay. I saw a few people suggest him because, um, ah. because Jed had talked about Spider-Man villains. I think. Yes, so. yes. Um, so, good. well, well remembered there, Mario. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and I think those were all, and then, of course, Man Mountain Marco, Spider-Man villain, um, of course, from the early days. Uh, now, 
I don't know, Rebecca, any any notes that you want to mention um, based on, on like the writing or um, or themes? Oh, I, thought, I thought the writing was pretty good. Yep. I liked it. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. It was like it got the job done in the time they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I it was really. It. I, I, yeah. I really did like. I did like. I really like some of the nice touches, like him standing up for Eight Ball. And yes. I think the only thing I didn't like was that, that about the Avengers and Fantastic Four, and like you said, that's probably what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But it also, we are just coming off Age of Konshu, so. Uh, yes, of course, and and he really did stuff up a lot of people there as well. Yeah, uh, like we already know, T'Challa's keeping an eye on yep. him, things like that. So oh, I can't, they're definitely can't wait suspicious for that. of him. Mm. Yeah. Or or suspicious, or at least um, it's kind of uh, to me, it's kind of like the Avengers are um, like a to use the the wild dog analogy, like a dog owner, just trying to make sure that their their pet or, or dog Moon Knight mm-hmm. is is not going yeah, too yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, just a couple of other reference here, references here that I just wanted to call out. So this was a nice little beginning. Eight Ball uh, wanting to, I guess he's scared of Moon Knight, so he wants to quickly get into a gang because um, he just discovers that yeah. Moon Knight is his cellmate. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so he asks the Wrecking Crew. They don't want him at all. Um I can't, it's a little bit small here on the screen. Uh, then he asks the enforcers, and the third one, I didn't really know who they were. The death throws, no, I didn't. Death throws, either. yeah, I'm not too sure about the death throws. Um, but the others, um, I mean, the Wrecking Crew, Thor, you'd say, with Thor villains, I guess, uh, and enforcers, definitely a Spider Man again. So, uh, a very akin to Spider Man uh, lore with a lot of the characters that, that Jed is looking at. Uh, as well, uh, Captain Confusion. Just, I just looked up the Death Throws. Yeah, who, who are I they? Just, <laughs> they're the brainchild of Charles Last, the ringleader, a criminal juggler. Wow. Uh, they, they, they're Captain America. They first okay. Appeared in. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's a few Captain America ones here. Boom slang. I just like there's the a... idea of a criminal juggler. I'm like. That's crazy. And Mario. Right on the ball, the death rows are juggling, juggling villains. Rebecca, juggling villains. Perfect. I, I now they're my new heroes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I, I got vibes of high school as well, Mario. Um, so Mario, honestly, said Mario says this feels more. There's like only eight at appearances of them, so oh, you know, get them quick. That might be another one. Oh, one of them's in Loki, Agent of Asgard, so which I actually have read, so. Check out eBay, snap them up quickly before they're gone. Uh, Captain Confusion as well, Rebecca. Uh, this guy I did not know at all, and he looked very... I didn't know him either, but I me. love the name. Yeah, well, he's one of them that unfortunately has the crescent moon carved into his head, so he yeah. didn't get away from Mooney there. But yeah, uh, Captain Confusion, I don't know. Again, Mario, I'll, I'll throw it out to you. Do you know? Um, poor Mario, he's just probably just woken up. <laughs> It's very early in the morning for Mario. I think he's new. Okay. Well, um, that's what, sorry. That's what Let's Mario has yeah. said. He doesn't come up for anything. So okay. proper new appearance for everyone. Uh, so key issue, key issue. Key issue, everybody. Pick it up. Pick it, <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up, everyone, before it all no, goes. Don't speculate. It's terrible. Don't speculate. <laughs> no, no, no. Terrible, you, terrible you're right. Thing to do. You're right. Like comics you're right. you want to read. 
Exactly. Yeah, and just enjoy the yeah the events and, and the stories that they give. Do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to get them all, Rebecca. I'm going to collect them all. I know uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Look, going back as well, I'm not even sure. I don't think, and I didn't do my homework. I don't know if there is a variant cover for this one shot. I don't think for one shot, say there is. There, there is. is. Yeah. Okay. Um, there Fantastic. is because I spotted it when you were uh, when I was looking at the. Let me have okay. a look. Let me um, well, let me, credits. Let me have a look as well. Yeah. Very cover by Lenil Francis Yu and Sunny Go. Ooh, Yu is that's pretty cool. Uh, let it's me see a pretty nice I... cover if I remember rightly. Yeah, I can see a little thumbnail of it. Let me. Oh yeah, there it is. Let me see if I can. Oh yeah, there's a huge fight. Um, how am I going to show this? Here we go. I just love uh, Reyes, so I was never gonna. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, if you just bear with me, alternate covers. Uh, maybe not. Maybe don't bear with me. No, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll we can put it up. Don't worry about we'll it. Later on. <laughs> Look, um, it we'll looks we'll really good. In the show notes or yeah, it's it's really good. It's um. Ray Ray will. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. Just, just Moon Knight fighting amongst. Some... I'm sure it's on the Facebook page somewhere. Yeah, it probably is. So go, go check it out there, um, people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Rebecca, if if there's no any, any other final final um, thoughts on this issue. No, I think that's uh, me. I, I'm looking forward to Moon Knight showing. Again. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm look, just looking forward to seeing Moon Knight in. More of Devil's Reign, although I do know that Mario said that he's not in issue five. I'm hoping he shows up somewhere else. Yeah, I've not read that yet. Um, so it was really good to get that heads up. But I, I hope we get him in the um, like the final issue. Yes, because, isn't there know, a, like an he, Amiga? If he talks about them wanting to, yeah, yeah, there is an Amiga. As well. Okay. If cool. they if they they talk about him wanting to use him as a wild dog, maybe that is part of the plan, and we'll get to see that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I can't can't wait for that. Uh, so no, if we don't have anything else to say, Rebecca, uh, we could go straight into our um, our marking um, Connoisseur's rating system. What what would you give this Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, the one shot, number one, one and only? Uh, I gave it seven out of ten. A solid round boy. Solid Some of round that was because of. I didn't like Boy. the eyes changing colour. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I mean, that would be disconcerting if you did notice it straight away and it just kept on changing. So um, fair enough, fair enough. 7 out of 10. I gave it a a, a little bit more, 8 out of 10. Um, I, I'm i not typically a, f- a fan of this sort of art, but I, I kind of warmed to it during the issue. Um, and it was just, there was some kick-ass images like the last one here of moon knight just restrained there was a lot of blood a lot of gore well a bit of gore towards the end uh but yeah it's um i, I enjoyed it. it as rebecca said i pretty i think pretty much summed up it it is kind of tropey the story there's nothing new or flash with it but but jed does kind of make it his own and he does make it a moon knight um story so uh, and he kind of rationalizes all of the things um, why Moon Knight is mm-hmm. part of Devil's Reign. So I really did enjoy that um, as well. Yeah. Uh, Mario, Noon Knight versus Purple Kingpin. M- Moon Knight, I guess, versus Purple King. Yeah, that would be very interesting indeed. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be terrifying. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. So Russell there um, giving a bit of a teaser for Tomes of Evil. Um, yes, there's a lot of villains there, Rebecca, that me. will scare you. <laughs> so there you go, listeners. Uh, eight out of ten and seven out of ten. Now we do have some. And let me take this this away. We do have some night lines to uh, let's go it, to yeah. finish off. And what I'm going to do, and you know, chatting with Noel, I think Rebecca, I'll go straight into the the voicemails first. Yeah, do it. Let's just to break up. You know, break up the thing. So here's. He's from Noel first, uh, and bear in mind, Noel, just a little message, uh, your files come out. Anyway, have a listen. Here we go, Noel. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Noel, just giving you my quick, quick, quick review of Devil's Reign Moon Knight. Number one, I don't think there's going to be any others. Um, at first, I thought this was going to be a bit of a throwaway story because it doesn't really seem to... I didn't really see how it was going to wrap into McKay's run other than having eight ball in it. And it seemed, I was right as I was reading it, it seemed just like a little trip down memory road through some of Moon Knight's rogues and haha, funny Easter egg carved a crescent moon in your forehead. But um, it turns out it's actually a bit of a story and we get our favorite villain from Tomes of Evil, the Man Mountain Marco. It seemed uh, all of a sudden a little bit more poignant than I thought it was going to be. At first, I thought it was just being like, yeah, Moon Knight's violent. Oh, yeah, he's going to love it in jail where he can beat up criminals and he's violent. The, the little twist of it turning out that he's actually saving Marco's family from himself. Kind of cool. And um, I did like the fact that he, you know, won in the fight and kind of actually a fun little story at the end of the day. Um, my major gripe with it is this art. I don't really like it. It's a little too anime for me. Um when he did the fill-in issue, I thought it seemed to fit, and this one is, seems to be really out of character for the Moon Knight run. I mean, there's even, like, flash action in the back or surprised motions in the back that they do in anime, and I'm just not really digging it at all, which is too bad because I actually ended up really liking the story. It was worth going to pick up at my local comic book shop. So, like I said, I'll keep this quick. Um, like the story, didn't like the arts. I would give this maybe a six and a half. So a stinky yellow duck. Just can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts. And um, love you. Bye. Thank you so much, Noel. Very much sounding like someone that has put a handkerchief over the phone and has a bottle of chloroform just waiting to... <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he sounded like he had a bit of a call. Well, he woke Ozzy up. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah. I mean, Russell, Russell as well. Says Noel sounds like the Riddler in the new film. And like, Rebecca, you'd probably know what that means. I don't, but that's hilarious. Oh. Uh, well done. No, thank you. Uh, you know, a scary voice aside, Noel, and he is one half of the Velvet Drapes. Thank you so much for the feedback. Yeah, Rebecca, I guess some people weren't taken with the art. Uh, it is a, a definite uh, line in the sand with what Sabatino, Sabatini wants to do. Uh, so I guess you either like yeah. it or, or you don't. And it's it's one issue. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Noel. Uh, next, we do have the man here who has been leaving us messages uh, this is Russell, and he's given us. Oh my God, there's a long. It's a long one here, Rebecca. Uh, it's on actually issue nine and Devil's Reign. So let's hear Russell. Okay, cool. Hello there, Ray and Rebecca. Uh, this is Russell from Tomes of Evil. 
sending in my thoughts. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on uh, Moon Knight number nine briefly, since I didn't get to send in my feedback last week. As someone who's been reading every Doctor Strange story in order, it was an absolute shock, and I was giddy to see the House of Shadows, which uh, was in a Doctor Strange story, and one of my favorites of that era. Um, it was really cool to see that, and I loved how Moon Knight reasoned with the house, and and now it's it's the Midnight Mission. Fantastic art as always, and just you know a kind of a a filler issue, but a really good one. You know, it was like it's not not your typical filler where you're just like, okay, can we just get back to the main story? No, this one was great. Um, now. Anybody that listens to Tomes of Evil knows that we kind of have a running gag about Man Mountain Marco. So imagine my absolute surprise when I did an interview with Jed McKay in December and we brought up Man Mountain Marco and uh, Jed left us with a keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, needless to say, Justin and I lost our absolute shit. Um, <laughs> so, flash forward to March 9th, 2022. Mark's in jail. And... It's so fantastic that he is cellmates with 8-Ball. And 8-Ball actually uh, name drops the the character that uh, he debuted against. And that was Sleepwalker. Um, happy to see that. And Mark says those faithful words. Where's Man Mountain Marco? Oh my god, I almost threw my phone in happiness. I was just... <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> uh, before we get to the uh, Man Mountain Marco bits, um, the art style. Uh, let's see. Who was the artist on this? Um, bear with me. Federico Sabatini. Oh, that was the... Uh, this is the same artist that was on number eight, seven or eight. Um, anyway, uh, really leaning into the anime style of art, which I, I'm not complaining about. It it just is a little jarring going from Moon Knight number nine to this. Um, but no, I liked it still. <laughs> Mark... Looking like a Final Fantasy character. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing. Um, and uh, we got some great cameos in this. Uh, the Wrecking Crew. The Enforcers. Fancy Dan. I'm sure Noel Looney Tunes Tate was uh, 
thrilled with that little cameo. Um, let's see. I feel like there were two distinct callbacks. One for... I'm not sh I'm not sure either of these were on purpose, but um, the scene where the the bad guys pay off um, the warden or whatever to uh, attack Moon Knight in the bathroom was very reminiscent of a scene in Zadarsky's Daredevil where um, Daredevil's drugged and lured outside to where a bunch of prisoners try to take him on. Um, it was also, there was also a, a, wolf, a random Wolverine story in the early 2000s, I think, uh, surprisingly enough, was called Bloodsport, where uh, he was in this, like, martial arts tournament type thing and the uh the fight nights uh at the prison kind of reminded me of that random story i'll have to look further into who the hell the cactus is <laughs> maybe he'll be on tomes of evil in the future um but let's get to the main event no pun intended Absolutely intended. Um, Mark Spector, Moon Knight versus Man Mountain Marco. This was a hell of a fight. And I love that we found out that Mark, Mark was put in there on purpose just so he could get close to Man Mountain Marco. Poor Judith Marco, uh, the Mountain's ex-wife is trying to protect their daughter, who has gained similar powers to the mountain, um, and she's only 12, so now that she has power, she's valuable to uh, her, you know, mob boss, supervillain dad. Um, Mark beats the absolute fucking shit man mountain marco this guy has tussled with spider-man like spider-man has powers man mountain marco has like beat him up and <laughs> moon knight just beats the shit out of <laughs> it's uh there you know there's a few times where marco gets some good you know shots in but this is moon knight and I love that we finally got our name drop of Bushman in this series. And it's just used as a like, you saw what I did to him. Well, I'm going to make it a lot worse for you. Marco uh, refuses to take Mark's <laughs> advice. And he loses his eyes for it. Whew. The scene was also kind of reminiscent of Rorschach uh, in the... Uh, in prison in Watchmen, not you know, Rorschach is is not nearly as uh, redeemable as Moon Knight is, but um, it is what it is. Overall, I absolutely love this issue. I was a kid in a candy store 
I, I have to give this 10 out of 10 because Jed McKay gave me Man Mountain Marco versus Moon Knight. That's that's all I could ask for. Everything else was great. You know, 8-Ball being in there, the little cameos, the callbacks. It was so good. Um... I'm. I want to see more from. Uh, we'll call her Miss Mountain Marco, the uh, the daughter. Maybe in the future she could be a hero. That'd be interesting. Um, she wouldn't be the first villain's kid to turn heroic. Anyway, um, thank you guys, and uh, be sure to check out our new podcast, Gamma Charge. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much there, Russell, for all those thoughts. <clears throat> Rebecca, yeah, I think I think uh, there's a little bit of flex there to, to explore Man yeah. Mountain Marco's daughter. I think that's pretty That'd cool. interesting. Why not? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, no, thank you so much, Russell. Ed, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, brought a smile to my face when we saw yeah. Man Mountain Marco because we know that you and Justin um, – you know, it's it's your favorite. It so yeah, so it was a nice little nod uh, for Jed. Um, yeah, for for him to include that in there, uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, Rebecca, she could she could play uh, play date with Dietrich, <clears throat> as Mario said. Absolutely. Well, they, I was gonna say they could have a rematch, Dietrich versus. <laughs> oh gosh. Mini Marco, mini Bl- Marco. Bloody match uh, between two. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are tuning into the live stream, stream you are treated to something Blessed. special with with Aussie. <laughs> Absolutely, just going to town. After Noel woke him up, he just yeah. he can't get enough of the camera now. Oh my gosh, he he was really going for He's... the mic and your face there, Rebecca. Um, yeah, he had a good old cuddle. He, he had a good cuddle. Uh, I love just I sitting love... on my desk here. So, yeah. you know. I love those cuddles and the cats. Just you know, yeah. um, they're looking for attention. Uh, anyway, Rebecca, before we uh, we go, a huge thank you to those voicemails from Noel and Russell. We do have some stuff from our Facebook group and and otherwise. Uh, Rebecca, um, would you kindly kick us off? We've got um, some here from some yeah. regulars Just, as well. Uh, pick up the cat. Uh, <laughs> Maybe so Aussie. From, from Mario DiGiacomo. Uh, I'm deeply divided mind about this issue. While the story is strong and uses the Devil's Reign event to move the character forward, the art really lets it down. The faces are cartoony and often indistinguishable. For example, in the brief shot of the hero's table, you can only tell Reed Richards. Oh, sorry, only Reed Richards is distinguishable due to his beard. I don't even see that. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, he's he's not. I mean, obviously, I, you guess Sue Storm because it's next to Reed and Blonde. Mm. She is next to Reed and Blonde, but Reed is distinguishable mostly through his hair. Uh, the action scenes are also a bit hard to work out in spots, but there's enough clarity to get the general gist. That being said, the exploration of Mark's violent side is fascinating and puts a very different colour on the 2006 run. I give this a three-quarter moon. Yes, thank you, Mario. That right that cleaves both Rebecca and my Mark right down the middle. Uh, so 7.5 there, three-quarter moon. Uh, and, and good pickups with the likes of the background. Yeah, yeah art as well. It seems, as, as mentioned, it, it's uh, not everyone's cup of tea, unfortunately. Uh We've got one here from Corey Hardiman. A big shout-out to Corey Hardiman, creator of Sister Mercy. 
hands down, without a doubt, one of the best, if not the absolute best comic I have ever read. That is a huge, huge call. Huge compliment. (laughs) (laughs) And compliment, absolutely. Um, I would have preferred a different artist, but as far as writing goes, it does not get any better than this. This comic should be a must-read for every comic book creator out there. Thank you so much, Corey. And look, again, I just want to, you know... In in Sabatini's defence, because I thought it was I thought it was really decent art. I mean, we saw his artwork as well in issue eight of Moon Knight, I believe. Uh, it's very different from Capuccio's. Uh, it's very stylized and it was it's fun. But um, it's always a match of taste and like you yeah, know, exactly. So it's, there's no right or wrong about no absolutely not but um no but thank you Corey. and and i don't know just for the last couple of comments i just wanted to give sabatini a bit of love there so um. yeah yeah uh so from chad jernigan Mm -hmm. uh it's been a long while since we've seen mark get like this but that's really the point jed hammered in taking mark from the streets has always tainted his purpose jed really knows how to show off his understanding of mark with the internal monologue and the calls back to raul the art seemed out of place for a prison stint it's all very heroic and clean Nothing against Federico, it just feels like a disconnect. That being said, he really knows how to bring a melee to life. These colours feel very appropriate, kind of muted and repetitive tones with a bit of staining. It's nice to find out Mark came there on purpose, it's very in character and his mission was absolutely handled in this spirit. I give this another 7.5 out of 10. I could have used a big, beautiful splash of Mark doing some real damage in the prison showers. <laughs> a bit more violence. Or <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I generally agree with the colours, actually. I did like them apart from the eyes. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, again, raised really well by Chad. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I mentioned it as well in issue eight of Moon Knight. I think the action scenes by Sabatini... I found really visceral. Um, you know, there's a lot of movement. I think Noel mentioned it about him not being really um, a fan of that line work of, of that movement and the kinetic energy. But um, I, I like it. Um, it really does make the the bodies look like they are moving, and it's very hard to do in, in a static um, static page. So thank you so much, yeah. Chad. Again, seven and a half. Uh, great. Oh, don't we all want to see more? More scenes in the showers, Rebecca. Prison showers. It's yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't feel I should say yes to that. Yes. Uh, now we have another one here. Last one from our Facebook group from Lena. Uh, those of you, of course, that um, that are aware, Lena is part of a DRD system. Also, a little shout out as well, Rebecca. You you must have got the email as well. Um, so the end of March, around about the time of the Moonlight TV show. Um, what I want to do is I want to share the video of that webinar about understanding DID. Uh, at the moment, it's only available for those that have registered and logged in. So the likes of Rebecca and myself and the others uh, out there who have um, attended the webinar, uh, we can see it. But after the 31st of March, it becomes um, um, open to the public. So uh, I'll, I'll post that up on our Facebook group and all the other social medias. Uh, just, yeah, for anyone interested in wanting to understand more about DID, I think it's a great... Perfect a great... timing with uh, me yeah. coming, dropping then also. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so Lena does write in and they say, I have mixed feelings about this one also, but for different reasons than Mario. Uh, I do think this story was very well written and is in character for Moon Knight, but whenever Mark gets to these levels of violence, it always makes me cringe a little. 
I understand, of course, that Mark's violent nature is not directly because of his DID. I know that Jed McKay's un- Jed McKay understands that too, and that everyone who is well-versed in Moon Knight would understand it. But to the general reader who buys this issue because of the crossover but may not be familiar with Mark's history, it's easy to assume that when a character has a mental illness and is extremely violent, that those two things might be linked. This is the reason why the Houston Benson run is actually my second least favourite run, second only to a certain writer who seemed to think that Mark's head was a toy box to store his Wolverine, Spider-Man and Captain America action figures. Don't get me wrong, I don't I do think that the writing and art in the Houston Benson run was a was of high quality. But that run is pretty much the reason why people think of Moon Knight as one of the most violent superheroes ever, and it was also full of references to him being crazy and a lunatic. But having said all of that, I do think it was apparent, due to Mark's inner monologue, that he was struggling with his violent nature, like an addict who relapses. He wasn't exactly reveling in it like someone like Deadpool would. Uh, My favourite Moon Knight stories are the ones where he is trying to redeem himself from his past violence, so it looks like the upcoming stories are going to be interesting. Lena. I agree. Um, yes, thank you, Lena. Lena. I gave you a big fat kiss during that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank it's you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Lena. And yeah, I mean, good points as well. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. there is that association, which, which does kind of link the two, uh, whether or not that is intentional. Uh, from the writers or not but um yeah um let's hope that you know i mean again jed mckay is using uh superhuman menticide as his main crux for moon knight um how conscious given him brain damage um so yeah it's you know that's um that's good interesting to hear about your thoughts on the benson and houston run as well Uh, so thank you for that yeah yeah uh, oh, sorry, before we go into that one, Rebecca, just here from Mario, I saw the addiction parallel as well, but I wasn't sure how to phrase it politely. Well done, uh, Mario, and, and thank you so much yeah. for uh, dropping that in. Um, very cool. I didn't pick that up myself, but um, yeah, good pick up, Mario and Lena. We did read it quite quickly, though. We did. We did. <laughs> I'll read it again. <laughs> yeah, we'll read it again. Well, now we'll I know every. Like, I know. No, I mean, like, look, the fact that two of you picked it up shows it's there. Yeah. So I'll be watching out for it next time when I read it. So, mm-hmm. uh, And then the final feedback from SK Metal on Instagram. I thought the art by Federico Sabatini was a smart choice given how violent this issue gets. I'm thinking about the resolution to one fight more because of his art style. Okay, that's fair. But the, the, the art style, I highlighted it. And that one splash page with the mask was great too. Yeah. The reveal was solid. This really should have been released last month though. Yeah. Uh as yeah, as yeah, we I mentioned. So. Yeah, thank you so much, SK I think it would have had a bit more impact, yeah. And uh, issue nine I think would have had more impact as well. I mean not that it yeah, didn't have impact, yeah. but it, that would have been great. But great thoughts, SK Metal. Uh, the custodian it seems of the Instagram uh, ITK account there. So thank you so much for all your regular feedback. It's very much appreciated. Uh Rebecca, that pretty much ends uh, this one shot, it's been awesome. Um, I wanted to say, <laughs> it was always in the back of my mind. Last episode, Rebecca, when we kind of signed off, um, yeah. you you said, oh, look, you know, can't wait. Hopefully, you know, we'll catch up for the one shot. And I said, oh, hang on. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I didn't mean that as in like, you know, it didn't 
listeners that I didn't want Rebecca there that you know she was assuming that she was on no it was it was only that we had previously talked about it and we knew our schedules were very um yeah yeah conflicted so uh yeah so I didn't want to promise anything I have to I say this one shot has been the Aussie episode <laughs> this has definitely been the Aussie and Aussie everyone really like <laughs> go check out the live stream or the video for sure to check out Aussie Aussie I think it's a premium ITK mascot now little high priest yeah yeah i mean um, he's been around like uh, i think almost from the start if not from the start yeah yeah but definitely the most visual out of all the cats uh we still have There's to no shame, so. and we still have to gather all our pets together i mean i think we talked about that and we're yes, going to feature them all idea. in a special 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 um so anyway rebecca a huge thank you again it's been absolutely fun chatting about devil's reign i'm going to read it again because as i said we've kind of flicked through it um not that long ago but i love the subtleties thank you everyone for your comments i'm, I'm going to look after everything that everyone said i'm just loving it being a moon Knight fan at the moment so um yeah it's so good and then we get next month we get uh black white and blood as well so oh my Goodness I know, gracious me! So, oh, we, we've got to clear our agendas, Rebecca. There's there's going to be some issues ahead. I I, I can't wait. Issues as in comic book issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, any uh, spectacles, Rebecca, uh, that you'd like to shout out before we go? Uh, uh, no, I'm good. I know I just did a I just did a DCAU pod, uh, podcast on Justice awesome. League Dark. That was pretty fun. Yeah, cool. Oh, absolutely. Check it out. Uh, Alan Sharp as well, uh, host with Rebecca. It's, it's a fantastic, it's a really fun show. Um, the, the side of DC as well and animated. So um, We broke cool. Alan during it. We broke him. You broke Alan. Batman, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. <Yeah. laughs> Poor Alan. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for, again, just keep a lookout, uh, Patronis for the March bonus episode. That's coming uh, around about the middle of the, the month for that. So it just gives Ray a little bit more time to edit it all together. Uh, that will be available. Uh, next phase, look, again, I haven't <laughs> updated. Um, please check the, the phases of the moon. We're back to uh, regular reviews because we've had this great you know run of latest and greatest comic book reviews. Uh, just check your phase of the moon, see what it is, uh, and then cross-reference that with our... Uh, flow chart and you can see uh, what the segment will be can't wait should be fun hey ray the next time we chat will it be for moon Knight the tv show episode one? Oh my gosh oh is is it it will it's I 20 days so. is it oh my so. god well there's not another issue that's crazy unless you know like... unless we do yeah. Else in between, but like, yeah. I mean, wow. There's a good chance the next time. There's a good chance. Oh my people. gosh, that's so cool. And again, watch parties are gonna happen. Uh, watch it by yourself, loonies, and and come join us for a rewatch. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. So check all that out very soon. Uh, a big thank you again to our patronies, the likes of Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Frank, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell. Michael, Mario, Garvin, and, sorry, Gavin. I've got a colleague called Garvin, so, sorry, Gavin. Gavin and Matthew. Matthew Howell from Werewolf by Night. 
Isn't that awesome? Wow. And there's Aussie yeah, again. Awesome. Is Aussie scared of werewolves? I'm not too sure. I don't think I'll be scared of anything. <laughs> no, not at all. Definitely not scared of the camera. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, please check out patreon.com slash ITKMoonNight uh, for all the bonus incentives. I'm really trying. I've, I've got a little bit of a backlog of raw material that I want to upload to all you Patronis, so please um, please check it out. Uh, Mario, vice versa. Uh, sorry, I missed it. Please explain as as one of our politicians used to say <laughs> um but thank you uh, so much thank you so much mario and everyone uh and russell for for coming on to the live stream as well uh, a big shout out to clz comics collectors.com check out your database stuff oh yeah werewolf scared of aussie yeah definitely aussie is yeah exactly Probably. werewolves are like, scared of aussie. like yeah they'd be like hi i'm a big scary werewolf let me cuddle you exactly the cat without fear that's exactly it. That's <laughs> um, uh, so CLZ Comics, go check it out, collectors.com for a measly sum. You can order and catalogue your comics. Uh, big shout out to Daniel Doing of uh, Fringe Night. Please check out his comic book, patreon.com slash fringe night 27 to support his stuff. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew Toombs is Toombs on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Toombs, or his other uh, band, Monica. I guess Lurk Music with a CK at lurkmusic.bandcamp.com. And finally, Dreamland Comics. Use the code MOON to get 20% off uh, their online store. And finally, a big shout-out to The Collective. Again, I'm going to shout-out the DCAU Rebecca, DCAU, the DC Animated Universe podcast. Go check out Rebecca on that. Uh, and Alan, of course, um, quite uh, quite a cool chat between the two. Also, EMP, Earth's Mightiest podcast. They do X-Men and Avengers stuff. And Ghost Spider Groupies, uh, Pax and yeah. Abigail doing uh, Spider-Gwen stuff. Very cool. Very cool stuff indeed. And finally, uh, please, it's great to hear from everyone. The TV show is coming, as Rebecca says. We've got new comics. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. We love to discuss it. Uh, feedback at itkmoonight.com. Sorry? As I was saying, send us all the feedback. Send us we have all. to do extra podcasts to yes. read it out. Oh, absolutely. I'm happy. Mailbag. I want a big sack of yep. sack of email. Uh, website, itkmoonnight.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal, and Podchaser. And with Podchaser, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that sort of pizzazz, uh, if you could leave a rating, that would be cool. Um, that will just get us out there a bit more to to find any other loonies who want to tune in. So with that, Rebecca, I've got to I've got to set up my my outro here as well. You'll be you'll be amazed. No, it's not, that's good. It's from Chris. Um, I want to see it. So thank you once again, Rebecca. And uh, yeah, thank you. And as a, as always, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.